Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We're walking in the air. It can only be the sound of the snowman. And I know... For lots of people, the toy show is what starts Christmas uh, officially right around the country. But Christmas in Cork would not be complete without glow on the Grand Parade and without the snowman in City Hall. And I am delighted to be joined by the team that bring us the snowman every single year in City Hall. Members of the Cork Youth Orchestra. I'm thrilled to have in front of me Thomas McCarthy, who is the conductor and director of the Cork Youth Orchestra and the three joint leaders of the orchestra, Killian O'Cossig, Ashling Martin and Ellen O'Connell. You're all so welcome in this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's great to have the whole lot of you here. Tomas, like this is the start of Christmas for so many people. It wouldn't be Christmas if we didn't have the snowman up on the big screen, the orchestra playing it live. Do you remember when you did it first and the logistics of getting into that first? Yeah, it was daunting. Uh, you know, we're, we're not a professional orchestra. We're a youth orchestra. But we, we aim to be professional in everything we do. Uh, when the audience comes in, they don't know that it's a prof- that it's not a professional gig. It looks professional and they sound professional. And we, when we do rehearse, we rehearse to the nth degree, and they know that they know everything going on stage, and it gives them great confidence. And it just their ability just comes out naturally. It does because yeah. I know you have members of the orchestra who are obviously there, maybe from about you know their early teens mm-hmm. right the way through to their late teens, early twenties before they're heading off to college, and you've people who within the course of their lifetime in the orchestra have played it now every year maybe for four years or five years or whatever and they're dab hands at it they know what it's like to play live but every year there's new members for whom this is the first time they're watching you wearing your cans they know they have to hit those moments live exactly in sync with the film on screen mm. and it's it's amazing yeah. you are a dad handed at this stage but I'm asking you do you remember the first time you did it do you remember the sweats I do most? remember the sweats <laughs> the first and, how, and, and, and it took to learn the score because it's generally done with a with a, with, a, with a, a click track and you have a the conductor would have a screen in front of their stand and they're following a time code and I decided not to do that so I, I learned I just learned it a different a different way and I, yeah. I've learned I've learned the movie I know if the snowman has to pull his scarf in front of the fire, I just know what goes with that. So that took that took a while, and it's just my way of doing it, you know. Um, but the, in terms of of their of the confidence of the players, I mean, that's there. But well, we must remember we haven't played this in three years publicly. But the pandemic has knocked us out. So 
we did we did perform it in our new rehearsal venue, the Ursuline Secondary School in Black Rock, because it's big enough to do this. And we performed it last year to the ten minding parents, and all the other parents were in their cars outside, and sadly they couldn't see it because of that. That was that was where we were at. So we ran it, and we paid for the rights to do it. You know, every time we do this, it costs quite a lot of money by the rights of the, to show the movie, but also the rights to get the, to to hire the music, and there's contractual obligations and you know image rights and all that. So it's a, it's a professional gig, but. Uh, we ran it last year and they nailed it and they're, they're absolutely on top of it now and uh, looking forward to doing it. And we're doing it five times in 27 hours. Five times in 27 hours. <laughs> this is the most you've kind of ever done. You've just had to put yes. on. And there are just 200 tickets left. <gasps> and you're giving us a family pass this we morning to give away pass. for I that. I think six tickets, yeah. So. Okay, guys, if you're listening this morning and you'd like to go along to one of the matinees, this is for the matinee on Sunday, the... Uh, Sunday the, the 11th, 11th. 2pm. 2 p.m. performance, then uh, you can text or WhatsApp to 0833 96 96 96 now and simply tell me who wrote the book, The Snowman. All right, I want the author of The Snowman and uh, send that in with your name as well as your address, just so we'll know uh, where to be contacting you for tickets afterwards and we'll give those away before 10 o'clock. But um, Killian and Ashling and Ellen, so this is, is it your first, the first time for any of you to be playing it live in front of a, an audience? No, no, no. no you've all done it already. <laughs> yeah. So a welcome return to the live audience then. And the three of you are joint leaders, which means you take turns in different uh, concerts for that. So uh, there's huge pressure, I think, uh, in being the leader of an orchestra. It's a wonderful honour, but it's a huge responsibility. And some people might not understand what it actually means to be the leader of an orchestra. Would any of you like to kind of tell people about that? Oh, <laughs> Killian, you're nominated. Um, I think... It's it's a huge honor to lead an orchestra because it like you have to um obviously it's such a responsibility and you have to be um in charge of like bringing everyone in on time and everyone follows you but like it doesn't really feel like a whole lot of pressure when you're actually sitting in the leader spot cuz you've like as I said uh, like I've been here for 6 years and I've done the snowman so many times so it's it's second nature to me, but it's still when I'm up on the stage, it still feels like the first ever time I'm doing it because it's just it's just fantastic. Like and each time over the five times we're doing it over the weekend will be like a brand new time and it's gonna be great and I just can't wait. <laughs> you have to have a kind of a special relationship, don't you, between the leader of the orchestra and the conductor of the orchestra. Uh, yes, absolutely yeah, you have to. Yeah. Um we're watching the conductor constantly. You have to be communicating um, it's such a big orchestra that you have to be watching Tomas and then communicating it to the very last row in strings um, what we're doing and sure I remember when I joined the orchestra I was 12 and I was terrified and I used to admire and adore the leaders um, and I used to just watch them constantly because I was so scared and I just didn't know what to do yeah, that's so true, Ashling, isn't it? You you know people kind of look up to the leader and follow your bow and watching out for what you're doing the whole time yeah, it's it's quite surreal to have started off like in you know the last desk, and then throughout the years move up slowly, but like but surely getting there, and you're always thinking, oh, I wonder you know how close I'll ever get to Tomas, and then you're <laughs> you were here now, you know, sitting right under him. It's really exciting. Yeah, yeah. the man in the white suit. Yes. Yeah, it has to be said. So, but it's it's true though, you know, being a leader in an orchestra like this, an enormous orchestra, a professional sounding orchestra, like the most we've said this time and time again, orchestras come. And orchestras go to the stage of City Hall. The Cork Youth Orchestra holds its own with 
any professional orchestra that travels to the city mm -hmm. to play in that venue. Um, how many members are you talking about being uh, on stage yeah, now for that only, weekend? Only 143 or 144. <laughs> <Only>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a challenge every time, but, you know, it's about giving as many people as possible an opportunity, particularly in the wind sections. You know, we have, yeah, we have a lot, but uh, it's, Im it's important, you know, and uh, is it. Uh, I'd love an orchestra of 95, but well, the sound from this orchestra is... Like yesterday we had... We had a, I won't say emergency section. This is a very unusual time. We, 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 we were normally last weekend, we would have come home from our Killarney and Kinemera. That's right. It's a getting ready weekend where we do a three hour intense rehearsal with our soloists, do a concert uh, for Bumblins or, or, or for the Chernobyl Children's Fund. And then the following day, we do the same in Killarney and we'd have a three hour rehearsal on no sleep, apparently. And then that night, do it again and they're home. But then we have two Saturdays to repair and you know, relax. We haven't had this because the, the, the hostel we go to in Killarney has been renovated. So we have we had none. So we're doing one next Saturday in the Ursuline Secondary School for St. Vincent de Paul Mahan and, and Black Rock Conference. And uh, it's a free, it's free entry. Tickets are gone on Eventbrite. And it's a collection. Uh, it's a bucket collection. And, That's so uh, kind. This is, our, this is our preparation. We're doing the matinee concert at 8 o'clock. So yeah, you see... There's huge, um, I suppose, multi-layers. We could talk about the Cork Youth Orchestra all the time with all the different layers of uh, initiatives that you have from music to involvement in the community. You know, the trees for change, planting a thousand trees in um, Tremor Valley Park and all that sort of thing. You know, the conscientious way you approach um, running an orchestra of this size, particularly because, I mean, I know, for example, I, I've been following um, Keen to Crawl, Keen to Crow on TikTok from the very beginning since he started putting out some of his busking videos. Uh, never mind the, the latest and to see that the nighttime concert uh, sold out in so just over six hours or yeah. something like that uh, when that went on sale. Huge excitement for that. I mean, like Cork would be vibrating, mm -hmm. I think, mm -hmm. right throughout the, the River Lee mm -hmm. will carry this vibration through the city for that particular nighttime concert. But these amazing uh, matinees and that big nighttime concert it's a huge fundraiser or part of the fundraiser for the big 2023 project, which mm -hmm. is a tour to Italia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I was laughing. I was teasing you there, Tomas, uh, during the break that, you know, you'd have to do research trips, wink, wink, nudge, nudge to kind of research. But the logistics of taking an orchestra of 140 whatever. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Enormous. Oh. You're insane. Well, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, we're taking a, we're taking full aircraft. Uh, that's it. The 166 seats. It's just us, you know. And the, the sheer cost of doing this is is, is mind boggling. You know, it, it, it people don't understand. You know, if, if if you want to send a group of this size plus the minders, you know, uh, you can't go online and buy that number of tickets on Aer Lingus, uh, you know, one by one because you won't get the seats. Mm -hmm. We have no option but to hire a plane, and it's, it's 500 euro per person. It's not cheap, and that's just to get there. And we've got the hotel and the transport. And, and that's and not transporting and instruments. No, no, no. And the yeah. instruments are going in two temperature control vans. They go over land. It takes two days to get there and two days to get back. It's is micromanage. And it's, you know, we're, we've done this four times already. We've been to the Czech Republic. We did, um, we, we've been to Wales. We've been to Scotland, you know. So we know what we're doing. And it's a lot of work. And, and the parents are just incredible. And it just their preparation and the detail to the detail they go through and all that, it's... You know, when I think about it, like taking temperature controlled vans for the instruments like that is something uh, you don't kind of think about. But I, I remember another mm -hmm. Cork tour to, to Spain one time and uh, there were cello bridges and violin bridges and everything collapsing in the yeah. heat. And uh, 
you know, the front desks were having instruments passed up to them from the back desk players yeah. behind because... It's a good tone. Ex- like exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, and the wind blows when you're outside and there's all sorts of things that have to be taken into account. It's just yeah. phenomenal, the logistics. Never mind giving yeah. everyone fed, watered, <laughs> safe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, let them experience a little bit of the culture. This is a huge event that takes place in Italy. Were any of you in Italy or any any tour with the CYO already before? No. No, no never. No, never. so this is the first international orchestra tour that you're going on. Yeah. Oh, what a buzz. Absolutely buzz. And I mean, for a, for a preparation like that, has the, the music um, preparation for that started already? Or have you just been focused on Christmas and the concert with Kian de Cronau? Well, I suppose we've been preparing for it for the last couple of years. You know, we were anticipating um, the trip to Italy right before COVID hit. So we were practicing um, the Brendan Voyage, for example, Ashling by Declan Townsend, which uh, was commissioned for the orchestra many years ago. Um, and the um, Irish Washerwoman, um, which is just an amazing uh, program that we play in Italy every time. And so we're just, we were so excited to play it. And um, we know the pieces very well at this point. And so we'll just be teaching the younger members of the orchestra. <sighs> Yeah. That is just so exciting, isn't it? You know, I mean, I imagine that at rehearsals now, everyone is singularly focused on the task at hand. We're talking about the weekend of December 10th and 11th, the final bunch of tickets available on Eventbrite for the Snowman matinees. Just to remind people, if you'd like to win that family pass, you can text or WhatsApp to be in with a chance before 10 uh, to get the tickets. The last of the tickets, by the way, are on sale on tickets.ie. Thomas is getting that in there. Thanks for that, Thomas. But right now, just tell me who wrote The Snowman? Who wrote the story of The Snowman? Uh, send your answer to 0833-969696. What is atmosphere um, like at rehearsals at the moment? Well, the atmosphere, it's so Christmassy. And mm. we're all like, like it's its an honour to be able to play with Keen Ducrow because of his image in the public he's such a big artist he's playing in so many places all over the world and it's just it's 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 surreal that we'd be able to play with such a huge artist and it's it's so fun and everyone's so excited and of course the snowman (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i absolutely have to say well having said that you know uh, i'm going to be absolutely thrilled for kian and for the orchestra but the orchestra is no stranger to playing with guest artists and having you know names that are well known and bands and everything like that and bringing that and the most that brings a huge responsibility to you with orchestrations because you don't just have to deal with the orchestra orchestrations you're also dealing now with having to orchestrate or arrange or adapt music from other people as well for for concert yeah well, we have we have our orchestrator, and it's Mr. Paul Frost. Paul is just a genius. He yeah. really, he he is he, every single piece he does is 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 in an, is an individual work of of just beauty. We 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 were we had an intense rehearsal yesterday. I had all the strings. We have over ninety string players. And my brother Declan took the wind, and uh, you know Declan works at the RT Concert Orchestra, and uh, the richness of this group of ninety players. You know, like we have we have twenty six violas. 
Go on, the violas. violas. Well, when they play, it is, it's, you know yourself, it's just beautiful. It is We've been playing Keane's music now for two months and many of these pieces haven't been released. His his latest piece, I'll Be Waiting, who's in, which is in the charts, mm. we've been playing that for six weeks with an orchestra. And and there's another one called Crocodiles. It would break your heart. It's the most beautiful piece of music. It's And with the strings, it's just luscious, you know. And when you hear this, this is a one-off magical concert. I wish we could do it ten times, you know. Maybe we will, I don't know, but <laughs> this is a one-off and it's a pity City Hall Johnny holds a thousand, you know. We would have filled this. On the, on the night of the ticket sales, we had to buy seven tickets because we needed them for somebody. And we were number 210 in the queue. So we, oh, we worked are out, you serious? We worked out at that point that we're at least 700 people looking for those tickets. So we could have sold a thousand in seven hours. No problem, you know. So yeah. when I booked Keen in July, he had no concerts. By September... He had a whole tour on both sides of Christmas. I know. He's doing Cork three times. They're all sold out. Sold and, out in, in days. And, you know. and not only his music, though, I think for, for him and who he is, the type of guy he is, you know, um, he wears his heart on his sleeve. His social media accounts are so utterly honest, yeah. genuine and of himself. He has a, a way of communicating with, with people um, heart to heart and through music. And, uh, you know, he's just yeah. fantastic, fantastic guy. as it is, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really thrilled for him with the orchestra as well. Um, and I'm really, really thrilled for you guys to be preparing for the trip to Italy. We'll have to talk again uh, ahead of that trip to Italy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Tickets.ie for the last of the tickets to the snowman matinees that are left in City Hall the weekend of the 10th and 11th of December and I have to say to Thomas McCarthy to Ashling Martin, Ellen O'Connell and Killian O'Kasig, thank you all so much for coming in to join me this morning and wishing you the very best of luck with the final, the final push, the final push is here and uh, the best of luck to all of you. Happy Christmas! Thank you very much, Happy Christmas to you.